Coffee Conversations with Sinti is brought to you by influencer marketing specialists, The Salt, inspiring positive brand conversations. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. This is Coffee Conversations with Sinti. And today I've got an awesome guest who comes from an awesome and cool brand. Darren Hampton, welcome to it. Thank you, Cynthia. How and, are you? And sir? we literally do have coffee. Oh, yes. Like yeah, living, this is living called the Coffee yeah. Conversation. Yeah. So we're not uh, lying to uh, our listeners. Delivery. <laughs> delivery. How are you, sir? Yeah, good, man. Uh, how's work? How's business? Work and I suppose work and business are two different things. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's good, man. It's good. Uh, it's an exciting time to be in South Africa. Yeah. Uh, it's certainly not a boring time to be in South Africa. I think uh, yeah. with uh, with everything happening politically, socially. Yeah. Uh, obviously, next year we got elections coming up. You know, uh, and that's an interesting time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I think to be involved in that, and particularly from a, a brand like Nando's, who's synonymous with. Uh, what people are talking about. Yeah, uh, it's, it's certainly a, a really exciting time to be uh, to be at work. All right, can you tell me a bit about yourself and uh, Nando's at a glance? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so very briefly about myself, I uh, I've been in marketing for about a decade, uh, okay. which 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 sounds longer than what it feels. You know, when someone says like a decade, like, yeah, and I feel old already. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. Let's not tell them how old we are. Let's not tell them how old. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I started my marketing career at uh, brand, uh, AVI, uh, which is a parent company for brands like Baker's Biscuits, okay. uh, Willard's Chips, uh, Pius Biscuits, and, uh, and Five Roses. So, real inherent South African brands All right. um, uh, in, in sort of the snacking industry. Uh, then we're traveling for a while and then came back to South Africa and, uh, and started my. Uh, South African stint again at uh, Stoke Inicall. All right. Uh, which uh, again, from a from a local point of view, is all about movies and the cinema experience. Yeah. Uh, it was an interesting transition going from food uh, yeah. and snacks to yeah. an experience based offer, which is cinema. Yeah. Um, so you know, when it comes to sort of looking at marketing, there's a pretty different different uh, disciplines. Yeah, exactly. Uh, had had four years there, uh, working on, on both the brand and, and the digital front, All right. and then moved over to to Nando's, which uh, uh, which is a, again another iconic South African brand. So yeah. I think just fate has pulled me in in sort of South African yeah, uh, exactly. based product in South Africa. Yeah, exactly. So why I was asking you that question is I, I wanted um, our listeners to have a sense of. You're not just a run-of-the-mill random guy who's talking about influencer marketing, but you're somebody who believes it, who has been in the marketing space for for a while. And while you're on that, influencer marketing is all the rage at the moment. Right. What, in your opinion, is influencer marketing? Yeah, I think you're right in saying uh, it, it's a very trendy topic at the moment. And yeah. I think uh, you know, digital marketing as a whole is a very trendy topic at the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, but particularly around influencer marketing, I think the my viewpoint is quite different from someone who's relatively new to the industry because uh, a traditional, you know, someone who's sort of come from a traditional aspect of marketing, yeah. uh, what I find looks at, at digital marketing and influencer marketing quite differently to uh, almost digital natives who started yeah. the career in the digital space. Yeah. Um, so if you had to look at it very simplistically, um, I think influencer marketing is is a platform uh, and it's about getting your message out there but uh, via a third person 
Yeah. Uh, very much like sponsorships. I think uh, sponsorships and influencer uh, marketing is, is very similar. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't think it's a type of marketing. Yeah. I think it's more of a channel of marketing. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and I think if you look at it, you know, through those lenses, you know, you make different decisions based on different uh, different products. Yeah, of course you do. And earlier on, before we started recording, you were talking about how much Nando's is generating and creating conversations in the market. So obviously, there's a lot of conversations. <coughs> going on around the brand how are we using influencer marketing to win hearts and obviously ultimately wallets because at the end of the day it's really about money in the bank isn't it right yeah so how are you using this channel to make sure that you meet your your brand um, objective yeah it's a you're right in saying that Nando's is a brand that not only creates conversations but is very active in existing conversations yeah um, and, and that's sort of earned its reputation of being uh, you know, on top of uh, current affairs and, and, and being, being sort of in the know and, and yeah. sort of fueled, fueled our ability to jump on conversations quite quickly. Yeah. Um, so you know, how, how does that impact the way we use in, in influencers or, or look at influencer marketing? Uh, I think you know, looking at key South Africans doing great things for the country yeah. uh, is, is, is very much a hotspot for us. All right. No pun intended around hotspot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, and then, then Nando's, you go in yeah, yeah, typical Nando's yeah, style. <laughs> but uh, you know, I think Nando's is, is a, a truly South African brand and yes. the last 30 years has, has never been ashamed of that and has celebrated that. Yes. And, uh, and it's beyond just selling chicken. Yeah. You know that's that's what we do, and, and it's important to do that well, and yeah. to make sure that it is the most delicious chicken out there. Yeah. Um, but more than that, I think there's a broader role for the brand in that uh, it's it's about showcasing South Africa. Yeah. Um, you know, the Nando's brand is in 23 different countries around the world. All right. All uh, with different cultures. Yeah. Exactly. Everything from Saudi Arabia to yeah. Australia to South Africa. Yeah. Um, but what it does do is that it's a brand that sort of exports South Africanism, if you want to call it that for, for an argument's term. All right. Um, and we like to associate with people doing the same. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and there's, there's plenty examples of you know, South Africans doing great things not only for South Africa, yeah. um, but doing great things to expose or showcase our country you know, broader than our borders. Yeah, so obviously in that scenario, you're taking up influence on marketing is really a no-brainer, is it not? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I'll, I'll because use... really, it's really people to people, people talking about brands, people talking about yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think our view is slightly different in that, you know, it's it's a shared value. You know, if someone exactly, yeah. is is preaching what we are trying to preach and, and uh, believes in what we try uh, what we believe in, yeah, uh, there's no reason why you cannot partner with them. All right. Are you realizing a return on your investment? Because I think it's one thing to say, you know what, this thing works. But when your top line and your bottom line are saying something to the contrary, are you getting any return from that? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's the golden question of marketing. Isn't it? <laughs> like, uh, are you getting a return from your billboard? Yeah, uh, it's, it's often very difficult to measure. The, the great thing about digital marketing, particularly around e-commerce, is that it is very measurable. You know, so yeah, you know, I, I spent X amount on this ad, and uh, it drove people to. You know, buy online, and this is how much I sold. Yeah. So the ROI conversation is a very easy conversation in that yeah. aspect. All right. When it comes to sort of partnering with with 
people, brands, um, or sort of broader brand-based uh, messaging, yeah. uh, it's, it's very difficult to attach a value to that. Yeah, of course um, it is, yeah. But I think there are other ways to measure it. Um, and if you look at you know, platforms like Brand Health Tracking, yeah. uh, where it's a research base and, and understanding what people are thinking and saying about your brand before you ran the campaign versus after. After, yeah. Um, you know, if there's a fundamental shift in how people perceive what you're doing and, and, and your product, yeah. uh, then you're winning. So, you know, I think it depends on the campaign and depends on who you're working with. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of uh, who you're working with, how important is it, number one, to have a solid execution plan? Because it's also easy to say, you know what, let's take on influencer marketing, but how important is execution, number one? Number two, how important is it partnering with the right influencer marketing agency to make sure that the brand realizes a return on that investment? Yeah, I think I think partnering with the right people is yeah. the fundamental question. I yeah, think both influencers and the agents correct. as well. Yeah, yeah, correct. Um, I think the execution question is largely determinant on who you choose. So yeah. spend the time on choosing the right people um, and and work on how you partner with them as opposed to firing off a brief and saying, hey, I want you to do X and take a photo of my product. Yeah. Um, because then, you know, then it, it comes across as, as contrived. Yeah, uh, yeah and, exactly. you know, then, and then influencer marketing is really, is really about authentic stories, isn't it? it, it there's no glossing over. Yeah, yeah, and people see through it. Yeah, very exactly, quickly. they do. We, we live in a world of skeptic. Yeah, you know, exactly. And um, how is it competing or complementing traditional media? I th yeah, I mean, absolutely. You don't look at it in isolation. It's part yeah. of your me your media mix. Yeah. Um, again, it depends on what you're trying to do. So, you know, if you look at sort of a young brand, uh, that the the aim of it is is to you know get their name out there and to yeah. get and to shape the perception of how people perceive a particular brand. Yeah. Um, that will determine who you partner with. Because yeah. if I partner with someone like. Uh, Boise Tulip, for example. Yeah, you know, she's got a very specific um, way about her, and people view her in a certain light. Yeah. Now, if you want to be associated with that, and that's the type of um, personality you want to bring across in your brand, then yeah. cool, that's a good fit. Um, so, I think it's those type of questions which uh, which are important to factor in. Okay, so basically, what you're saying is there is room for use of macro influencers and micro influencers depending on the type of. Uh, brand objective you're trying to push. Totally. I think if you look at the word influencer marketing, yeah. uh, you know, influencer is the ability of that person uh, to impact a behavior. Yeah. And that's fundamentally what marketing is about, right? Yes. We create campaigns to influence a behavior. Certain behavior, yeah. yeah. Want you to do to the bank, obviously. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. We want you to yeah. take a test drive. We want you to sign up for this, whatever the case may be. So yeah. I think, uh, you know, when looking at the debate between micro and macro influencers, yeah. uh, you know, following and, and sort of reach is one aspect of it, but yeah. their ability to fundamentally influence the audience uh, yeah. is, is a key consideration. Yeah. So, you know, looking at the way their community interacts with them yeah. uh, is, is, a, is an indicator of, of how, you know, how responsive people are to what they do. Yeah, in, in that scenario, how important is user-generated, authentic user-generated content to specifically drive that behavior that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, you know, 
it's it's similar to you know when you when you're with your friends, right? Yeah. You trust what your friend says. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And you know, if you if there are particular stories or messages that uh, that are important for you as a brand to get out there, yeah. um, often the right way to do it is you know or the more credible way to do it is to get somebody else to tell that story as opposed to I mean, the brand. brand. Yeah. Because people are inherently skeptical, you know, when they, when they hear exactly. that from brands. So uh, I think there's a big benefit in working with with third parties with the right values and the right uh, audience type. Yeah. Uh, if 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 they tell your story, uh, there's a lot more weight into it. In, uh, than if it comes across from the brand. And it's value seeking, right? It's yeah, exactly. Looking to show about Yeah. How, how critical uh, is it that influencer marketing becomes a huge part of the marketing mix? Um, I don't, I, I think that's the wrong target uh, to, to look for. I don't think yeah. that, uh, you know, you should you should stand at the beginning of your, your brand planning phase and say, right, we need to, we need to have a bigger influencer marketing uh, focus. Yeah, I think uh, I think you know if you look across your your marketing mix uh, and look at uh, the job that needs to be done. done yeah, uh, I think there's a very specific um, use case for influence marketing. Yeah, uh, and if you're using it right, it can be hugely powerful. Uh, in the same way, it can be hugely damaging if you if you use, if it, you use it wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And as you say, I'm sure you've. Uh, when you're on, on Instagram and you see someone showcasing a, you know, a packet of dog food, and you yeah. know that yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 getting paid, right? <laughs> you do like, ah, this guy, look at him. Yeah. Oh, you, you obviously interact with, with other brands outside of Nando's, uh, with peers from the industry. What is the general feel about influencer marketing, and uh, especially in terms of uptake? Are a lot of brands really taking this on, or is one of those, let's wait and see if maybe Nando's can pull it off? What is your sense in terms of uptake? Yeah, I think it's industry specific. Um, okay. So, and it's and it's largely led by how people use the platforms. So, it's social media. All right. Um, you know, the top guys on Instagram, for example, with with, with big followings, yeah, are generally sort of you know creatives, uh, particularly in fashion. All right. Uh, celebrityism, living the high life. Uh, yeah. You know, there's, there's an aspect of um, you know, voyeurism where. Yeah, yeah. Wants to see what they exactly, do. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So I think for fashion brands and for sort of alcohol, where uh, where style and and a certain type of persona is very important in the way yeah. they're marketing, uh, I think influencer marketing can can you know is big in that industry. Yeah. Um, you know, when you look at sort of insurance brokers, all right. Uh, I think it's it's a different view. And it's yeah. A different way of thinking. Yeah. Uh, so certainly amongst your sort of creative, your fashion brands and and sort of. Where style and personality is a big part of the purchase. Yeah, uh, influence marketing is a big bit. All right. Um, looking into your crystal ball, what does the future hold for brands that embrace influencer marketing, and equally for brands that decide to ignore it? Um, I think it's I think it's very similar to sponsorships. It can yeah. it can be phenomenal. Uh, if it can be, uh, you can't swear on this. <laughs> no, 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 maybe sorry. next time. We'll just during family time, um, you know, but it can it can be a real hash up? Yeah, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> if you look at, uh, I mean, look at you know on the sponsorship sides with the you know Tiger Woods and Nike. Yeah. Uh, for years, that was a, a superb partnership, uh, and then one small incident, you know, you, you're at the mercy Ooh. of people. You know, we are human. You know, influencers, sponsorships, ambassadors are all people at the end of the day. Yeah. So. I think used rights again. It's a. It can be a very valuable weapon in the marketing arsenal. Yeah. Um, but I think if you if you approach it in a non 
sort of real human type way. Yeah. Uh, you like, right, I want my brand to be cool, that yeah. person is cool, therefore it's a good part of trip. I think that's very short sighted and yeah. you're going to feel the knock. All right. Or just not make any difference, so why spend it? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Darren Hampton, GM for Digital and CRM. Awesome brand numbers. Thank you so much, sir, for joining us and uh, let's enjoy our coffee and continue the discussion. For everybody else at home or in your cars, you can now get us on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, thank you for joining us. Darren, it was a pleasure. Thank you, sir. I'm hoping we can open the whiskey now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's go ahead. Okay, then we'll have to change this program's name to Whiskey Conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong. Thank you so much. We love you. Thank you, sir.